1: Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, January 9th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and UMPC has been conducting Zoom out-conference call for past 11 years. So if you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, put your camera on,
2: let our team know you are a newcomer.
3: Chandrappa, can you please unmute yourself?
2: Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Uh, thank you, uh, Reddy, sir, for uh, taking my question. Uh, I'm an Indian citizen residing uh, in uh, Canada with permanent residency card. Uh, I transferred my... Uh, 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 Green card processing as consular processing here, uh, which, mm-hmm. is completed, which is which uh, is complete documentarily completed, uh, and also waiting for an interview at the Montreal consulate here. Uh, however, mm-hmm. it is uh, I may expect in a couple of months. However, at the same time, I am also uh, applied for the citizenship here, which uh, the vote ceremony comes soon. Uh, I, w- I just want to know what is the implication of like changing the. Uh, citizenship from India to Canada uh, while I am waiting for the consular processing interview, final interview.
1: No, it won't make any difference for you um, because he, uh, at the most, um, I'm just thinking if you get so when you, when they, where is your passport
2: right now? Uh, it, it's with is me right now. It's, it's still it Indian passport. I am still with Indian passport. I did not uh, See, take over they- there. Yeah.
1: No, no, I'm speaking about when you get the green card, they will give you a package, is right? So that package, what they give it, they normally attach to the passport. So at that point of time, you may just want to consult a lawyer to make sure everything is okay. But in general, it will not cause any delay for you.
2: Okay, yeah, uh, that's what, because I, if I have to make changes in the DS-260 or uh, in between. Nah, in-
1: you don't have to.
2: You don't have I don't to, travel. because oh, yeah.
1: if you do it, everything is going to mess up.
2: Yeah, exactly. In, even yeah, few,
1: for example, let's say, for example, you get the citizenship, let's say today, and tomorrow okay. you get the green card there. And if yeah. you travel on that, will it cause any problem? No, it won't cause any problem.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that, was, that was my question. So Next I don't person.
1: have to make... No, don't make any changes to the DS230. Uh, uh, don't do that. That's going to confuse them, confuse everybody. Next person, please.
3: Sampat
4: Kumar? Hi, uh, I'm Pallavi. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I'm uh, uh, Gautam's wife. Um, So I have this question. Uh, So basically, I have my visa, H1 visa, expiring on May 31st. And my Mm -hmm. firm is applying for an extension uh, from Mm -hmm. June 1st. But Mm -hmm. I'm traveling in March after after Mm -hmm. I get an approval for an extension. And coming Mm -hmm. back in April itself so my question is on the ds 160 uh, which visa should i um which visa so, you're number... going,
1: so you you are going for stamping in india
4: yeah so your question
1: india. right now you're going you're going to stamp in april but you have the h-1b approval in may your question to me is will it cause any problem for them no second thing is that which h-1b approval you have to use you have to use the one that is going to be starting from May of 2023 to hopefully so May of 2026.
4: Okay. But how do I enter if I don't have a stamping for that um, um, April to May? Because on that ah, I don't,
1: yet. You mean to say you want to book, you want to do the booking right now.
4: I, I already have a, a March 28th is my um, stamping date. Um, so I can go on my existing visa and come back with the stamping, which is still May 31st. Right. right.
3: But that's we'll right. have
4: a second visa which will have an extension that's approved from June, which so, so because they're apply, applying.
1: Ma'am, 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 hold on, hold on. So when you applied, you, you already applied for an appointment for April?
4: yeah, I already applied for an appointment. And, and I use
1: the you use the existing one to make an appointment. Yeah now cancel the appointment and make a new appointment once you get the h1b approval don't make give them any excuses to deny it okay the other thing okay. if you don't want to go you don't have to go for stamping come back in april you can go for stamping later on and uh, when but you but come back the- in april when you mm-hmm. come back in april show them the h1b approval that you have until 2026 okay but
4: okay? i will not have then- stamp that right how do I uh, you don't out?
1: need uh, you don't need stamping you told me that you have stamping until May of 2023 correct me if I'm wrong no I
4: don't no I don't have
1: oh uh, you don't have it then no. then I would want you to cancel it wait until you get the H1B approval and then make another appointment I thought you had stamping
4: no I don't so I no. do wait, I need to wait until me?
1: the h1 approval and make another appointment to come back
4: uh, but but the new uh, uh, H one the problem is that they are only going to be starting from June first. So even my if it phone... starts
1: June first, you can make an appointment in April. Okay, but but
4: okay. if that visa has been approved, then uh, can, will I be able to come back in April with that visa? Because from okay. April to May, even though I it starts,
1: have even it. though it starts in May. They will give an approval starting in March, yeah. April itself. Though. With the old one, they'll give it to you. April two thousand twenty-three to April two thousand May of two thousand twenty-six, they'll give it to you.
4: Okay. Okay. Got
1: it. So, okay. don't make an appointment with the wrong SRC number, file number. Next person, please. Arun uh, Varma. Thank you for the opportunity. So, my question is regarding. Uh, H1B. I'm currently on F1 OPT. Mm
5: -hmm.
1: I'm working for a non-profit organization. So so my question is after they file for my green card, if I get the I-140, can I transfer to a profit organization or it's not possible? No, you cannot because you're not counted towards the H1B number. Okay. You were never counted towards H1B numbers, right? So as of now, you're yep. only count. you only non-profit organization. Just because you got an I-140 approval does not make you count towards the H1B number. Uh, even if I have non-profit H1, it doesn't count, right? No, non-profit higher education is not counted yet. I-140 does not count. You have to go through the March lottery system to be counted. OK, Okay. next okay. person. Thank you.
3: Likita.
6: Uh, hi, sir. Uh, pre- uh, my question is, uh, actually, I came on F1, uh, and uh, my husband's spouse visa F2 is rejected uh, in December 20, uh, 2022. So we got to know the reason was I have mentioned in my DS-160 DS as single, and I didn't realize that I, I, I made that blunder mistake. Uh, why that mistake happened is i think i got visa slot immediately and uh tomorrow what visa uh,
1: what what visa did you applied as a single
6: in f1 uh, visa
1: and your husband was here at that time
6: no he is in india and i came on f1 visa in 2022 july so i by mistakenly i have kept my marital status as single that the blunder I have done, I didn't realize it until his rejection happened. I I don't know how to rectify this or.
1: Yeah, you need to have a private consultation with our office, and the person will be Stephen Brown in our office. Though
7: mm-hmm.
1: the reason is that if this could have been for H one B though, mm-hmm. it, they we will call that as a clerical error though, mm-hmm. for you to uh for you to grant uh, for for you to grant the uh, F1 visa they will consider mm-hmm. whether your marital status is very important status though yeah and that is a very important thing okay uh, so, so you, I mean you have, to have, you have to have a private consultation now
6: so, no, no, one more question. This will affect either uh, his H-1B lottery or my H-1B status in future. If at all, we want to wait and then proceed.
1: He's, ch- he's in India. He never, He's just coming first time, is right?
6: Yeah, yeah. So we want to try for H-1B lottery this March.
1: Yeah, it may affect. You need to consult a lawyer, ma'am, okay? Next person, please. If that could have been
8: a H-1B, it could have been fine. Alvin, it could have been fine. For F1, it's not. Next person, please. Gautam. Hello. Yes, yeah. Hello, Raul, sir. Um, uh, my question is, in 2012, I got my I-140 approved in EB2 status. And then in 2020, my employer filed for 485 and I-140 in EB3 concurrent. And mm-hmm. then after a year, I changed my employer and I am now in a new company. And that employer filed for my I-485J. So far, it is good. But was the EB three I one forty was it approved or not? No.
1: The EB three I one forty is not approved, and
8: you already changed the company after one eighty days.
1: Yeah. Okay. Keep going. That's not a question.
8: Is now? Yeah. So now the question is that my previous employer got an RFE. On the I-140, I don't know what it is, but since I'm not with them, they are going to withdraw the application.
1: Yeah.
8: Are you on H-1B right now? I am on H-1B, but I my wife is on EAD and we both traveled to India and we came back on the AP. Okay, We have told
1: 100 times, 100 times, and people tell me that I'm very boring, but that's very important not to do change of employer until I-140 is approved, even though you cross 180 days. First thing is that I want you to file the Freedom of Information Act online. Maybe we can get an RFP, and maybe we can respond to it saying that it was approval on the day it was being filed. And alternatively, I may want you and your wife to go outside the country. Is your wife's H4, H4 approved uh, Is still there?
8: Yes, so her H4 is also was approved and H4 EAD was also approved when I was changing my employer. Yeah,
1: I may want you as a defensive side go outside the country and come back. Okay. Okay. That's one. And, and h And please watch our Tuesday videos until you get the green card, whether it takes one year or 10 years, you need to watch every week. That much education, you need to have it. Spend 15, 20 minutes every week with us, okay? You wouldn't have done this mistake, absolutely not. You would have done the premium processing or you would not have moved out of the company if you had watched it.
8: Okay, so right now you're suggesting is to go out and get the stamping done?
1: No, I didn't say get get the stamping done. I just said, go to Mexico and come back. You added that stamping done. The reason, and then I want you to also file a freedom of information. I've given a link to you
8: for that. Okay. Okay. And what do I ask in that? Uh, In a file. Okay. My employer might be able to give me what the RFE is. Would that help? No. Well, get it, get it. Anything helps. Can you he respond to the RFE? That's even better. Can I respond it myself? No, can he, no. Can he respond? Can it will be better he responds? Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. They may not respond. It's a previous employer. Right? You have to have a private consultation. Sir. Next okay. person, please.
7: Mahendra. Hello. Thanks, attorney, for giving an appointment. Uh, my questions are actually, I am currently on the F1 visa. I am doing this uh, non-STEM program Yamiche, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering like, is it possible to buy a running medical business and say my dad buys it and he can give me like an employment offer for the OPT and uh, is, like... it, is
1: the whole purpose is only to get an OPT or is our purpose to buy a clinic?
7: Yeah, buy a clinic, like if I don't get any employers, you know, if I... No, like,
1: you should, it seems day. that the whole thing is dra- dramatized here.
7: Sorry. So,
1: yeah, if, if for just, you know, for OPT, it may not be worth to spend a 500 or $1 million. You can have a volunteer job somewhere in a hospital clinic or somewhere like that. Mm,
7: no, I want to like a working visa also, the E3, like later Which on... Which country after- you're from? Which country? I I was born in India, but uh, I hold Australian passport. Uh, So they said it's E3 is the H1B equivalent for me.
1: Yeah. Only to get E3 for you, it's not worth though. You may want to also uh, explore.
7: Did you try to explore E2 visa? I was also con- like thinking about that E2, but they said like 10 to 15, 11 years something. So until that, like, do they give any status? Wait, wait, a- wait, 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 EB2 is different. E2 is different. Sorry, the EB2, EB2.
1: Yeah, no, EB2, is, EB2 is different. You may want to consider E2 visa though.
7: Oh, E2 visa, okay.
1: E2 visa, you will be more suitable for E2 visa and you can buy by yourself, though. You don't have to involve your uh, dad. But I'm not sure if, uh, let me check if Australia is in, is in there, okay? Okay. Uh, I don't have it, but I think so. Australia is there in the mm. e- E2 visa. E two visa, okay, not not E B
7: two. What <laughs> and about you by yourself? E B two means I can.
1: E B two is different. Okay, when we play, when we discuss about LBW, we only discuss LBW in the cricket. We don't use the term in the soccer. Okay, okay so E B two is different. E B two is later on for you. For you to get into non-immigrant visa status, the one thing that you should seriously consider is E two, which seems to be more suitable. E3, you can consider. But if your whole reason to buy it is only to get the E3 or OPT, definitely it's not worth
7: it. No, but no. I don't... If you're... Going, uh, wait, 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 yeah, wait agree,
1: let, me complete, let me complete Let me complete my okay. okay. If you actually want to buy it for the purpose of the E2 visa, not mm. EB2, E2 though, okay. it's definitely worth buying it.
7: Mm.
1: You got it? So you need yeah, to explore I- those options.
7: And uh, finally, that E3 will change to EB2, but they were... E3 will change
1: to EB2. E3 is not that easy to change to EB2, though. EB2, though. The reason is that for H-1B visas, you you can have an immigrant intent or non-immigrant intent. For E3 visa, though, you cannot have an immigrant intent, though. If you have an immigrant intent, you may not extend the E3 visa. And EB2, you rightfully said it's going to take approximately 10 plus years for you to get the green card. E3 is only valid for three years. After that, what are you going to do? Okay. So E2 will be a better option. Alternatively, you can find another company to file a green card application for you. Would be a better option for the kind of personality that you're looking into. I'll go to the next caller, guys.
9: Susan? Mm-hmm. Hi there. Um I have a question regarding I-485. So my I-30 was recently approved um, on um, basis of F2A visa. So my husband is permanent um, resident and he filed for it. In I am
1: What did F- what got approved? I what what got approved for you? I-130. I-130 got approved. Okay. Yes. Did you not file the 485 along with it?
9: I did concurrently.
1: Okay. Oh, okay, they only approved I-130, okay?
9: So my question is, how long will it take to uh, approve I-485? Normally, I have heard like they when you file... Approve contract-
1: together. Yes. Concurrently. Um, right. You maintain the legal status all along until you file the four eight five, right?
9: Yes, so right now, I am still maintaining no. effort. I'm,
1: I'm just asking only until I-485. The answer is yes or no? I
9: did. Yes.
1: Uh, When did you file the 484 application?
9: Um,
1: October 2021. Uh, They can call you for interview at any time. And sometimes they're even waiving the interview directly giving the green card approvals too.
9: Correct. That's what yeah. um, my research says, but my question was: since I filed concurrently, I one thirty and I forty five. So, uh, am I expecting interview or GC pretty
1: soon, or pretty I- soon? Pretty soon. If the if they have approved the I one thirty, though, there is a very great chance that they will approve your I four eight five without interview.
9: Okay, so I'm on F one right now. So I was thinking, either if I should quit F one status or if, still. If I-, I
1: were you. I- I will quit.
9: You will
1: quit. I will quit. Okay. That's,
9: that was my concern. Like, if
1: I
3: should quit or I just quit. I have been I
1: waiting. Quit. I will quit. You have an EAD. I will quit. Okay. Okay. Next person please. I want is approved. It's right? I mean, very unlikely something happens. Next person. Hello, sir.
5: Hello, sir. So right now I'm in my, yeah, Right now I'm on my F one visa status. They just completed my F one, and right now I'm in my F one OPT. So a few days ago I was started with uh, Mr. Timer B, Mr B case. So. Uh, would you will. Be- so,
1: would you be willing to share what that is, or if not, you yes, may sir. want to have a private consultation.
5: Yeah, I, I can share. We just went to Walmart, and uh, I got the point. From... You don't
1: have to mention. You don't have to mention anything more. Okay. So, uh, what's your question?
5: So the question is, sir. Right now, I'm on Alzheimer B. So, will, will it affect my applying my HDB status?
1: Nope, it will not.
5: So right now, they have given me a personal bond, sir. And I got the go... point.
1: It will not affect your H1B, but when you go for the stamping in India, you have to mention that.
5: Okay, will sir. your
1: stamping will get rejected because of this incident? No. Okay.
5: Sir.
1: When you file for the 485 application, you need to mention that. Okay. Sir. The second thing is that when you get the documents, though, yes, sir. The, the all the documents, I don't want to mention all the documents. Get for me get 10 copies certified copies of everything because every time you have to go and get it it's going to cost money certified copies are going to be a, cost you five dollars ten certified copies are going to cost you fifty dollars i know you won't care that much 10, 10, 10 certified copies okay get it because everywhere the uscis will ask give them one original tell them to keep it okay sir. but so... h1b not a problem when you go for stamping you have to mention it when you apply for the green card you have to mention it you may be interviewed for this okay. in the 485 remember i was telling the other girl that she won't get an interview okay most of the 485s will not get the interview but for you you will get an interview
5: okay sir so my, my one more my question is right now do i need to hire a uh,
1: hire a criminal lawyer or MCC you should lawyer? you should okay. you should in the local okay. area where you are located
5: Okay, sir, sir. So do you provide a, a criminal lawyer,
1: sir? Uh, which, uh, where, where is this incident? Right
5: now, I'm in Plano, Texas, sir.
1: No, I don't know anybody there. You can just no. Google it. Anybody will do fine. Because all they will do is get, get a probation for three months or so, pay $100, and, or just pay $100, and you'll be off. Okay? That's-
0: Nothing special. Mm-hmm.
1: You don't need any special high-level lawyer. Like, you know, I charge a lot more money, my kind of lawyer will be a waste of money for you, okay? Next person, please.
3: Nidhi?
9: Hi, Rahul. Um, One question about our a- AOS interview. Um, me and my mm-hmm. spouse, we applied for uh, Green Card last year. I'm the primary applicant. his the derivative. My case got approved. He got an interview instead. Uh, so since we applied for the Green Card, he has changed employers. And um, so...
1: He's questions. a derivative, right?
9: He's the derivative applicant. That's correct.
1: Okay. Well, who cares? So as we he prepare
9: the for, employer. right, so uh, okay. I'm assuming we do not need 485J because he's the derivative applicant. Is that correct? No,
1: he doesn't need. He doesn't need it.
9: And um, so, as we prepare for the interview, do you anticipate this uh, interview to be more marriage-based? Should we collect evidence for the marriage because we've been married for less than two years, or would it be more about his employment or my employment?
1: Um let's let's be a little bit serious on these things. So prepare as if that your employment, his employment. The, they are, his employment is not that serious as your employment is. Your employment is also done. So uh is there anything like the Mr. Winner B, the other gentleman was speaking, that I should be more worried about?
9: No, not that we know I've only I've of. Only thing he's been married less than two years. Yes.
1: Yeah, that could be the reason. I want you to take the living together documents that you both are wife and husband. I send a link. I send all the things to you there. I send a copy of all the documents. Make sure you take all, your husband takes all the documents. I want you also to go to the interview and tell that you're the wife. If they don't allow you to go inside the interview, sit outside. If they don't allow you to go inside the building, sit in the car outside.
9: Okay, and okay. this would be considered employment-based green card, correct?
1: Right, but they always get confused and they'll ask too many questions about whether you're really married or not, which I'm not worried about. Take those documents as much as possible, okay? Thank His you. employment is not that relevant, whether he changes the employer, who cares? He's, well, he's a Microsoft CEO, he's flipping a McDonald's per we don't care, okay?
10: Next person, please. Ignish. Hello. Hey, sir. Uh, Good evening. Uh, So actually, um, I got my extension. I'm on H-1B visa. Okay. so uh, last year I did a transfer during December and I got my H-1B transfer and H-1B extension until 2026. Okay. so I am fine. But actually, my spouse was on H-4 EAD and we did not apply her H-4 extension. Uh, The reason being... The reason being, her H-1B got picked up in the last year lottery. Okay. That is the first time. And we were waiting for that approval. Okay. And the attorney said, uh, the, um, the they said, if you file the H-4 uh, extension and if the H-1B... Okay. Uh, okay, um, I, well, wait,
1: wait, He said, they said, what happened?
10: So what happened is now, uh, uh, she, her H, actually the H-1B went into RFE. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, and her H4 EAD got expired last January 4th. This year? This year, January 4th, her H4 EAD got expired. She quit her job on uh, December 30 itself. She was working, but she stopped working on ja- uh, December 30 Friday. Okay. And okay. Her- what
1: happened to the H1B that you were not willing to spend the $2,500 on her?
10: no 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 we we went on a premium also and it went into rfa and they received the questions only this week what happened to it uh, they are working on replying to that okay so if the denial
1: comes in uh, since you contracted early though if the denial comes in i i already i also want you to file for the h4 stamping appointment in india right now
10: Okay, so in case if the H-1B is denied, immediately she has to go out of the country, get stamped on my I-797 and get in. Mm-hmm. You're good. Okay, but one question. Uh, but if it is got denied, she is like uh, now uh, l- illegally like I-94 also expired last it's okay. January.
1: It's, it's okay. It's not that much bigger for time. If it's less than okay. 180 days, it's not going to be that bad for her. Okay. okay. It's good you contact her right now rather than before. I don't know why you didn't do premium processing before. I couldn't understand it. Oh, that was a good understanding. Yeah, but, okay. but, 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 wait, wait, wait. I don't understand why you didn't extend it to the h 4 plus CAD. I couldn't understand it. But either because way. Because they said, I don't okay, want to hear okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right now, wait for the h one B. Do the, you said you already did the premium processing. Yes, yes. Get yes. the adjudication. Once you get the adjudication, if it's approved, she's well and good. If it's not, okay. she needs to go for stamping, but consult a lawyer before you go for stamping. That's all
10: I tell you. Next person, please. Okay, thank you.
3: Yes, um, sir, thank you so much for the opportunity. So this is regarding my sister. She was, uh, she had received her um, H-1B approval uh, USCIS approval last year in 2022, and uh, this year in January she went for uh, her appoint her um, visa stamping interview in India, New Delhi, and with all the uh, 212 waiver and Harinka waiver that the lo- the company lawyer had suggested to uh, present. What, what the-
1: was the reason why she is yes. going for a so, waiver?
3: Yeah. So there is no reason. She never overstayed. There is no reason. In fact, the counselor himself, because there was no reason given to her and she was just um, expeditedly removed. Uh, it was at the time, you know, 29, no reason was given. She just didn't have no, the ma'am. return. That's it.
1: No. Where was she expeditedly removed it from?
3: In Houston, Texas.
1: No. Somebody's hiding something. Because
3: no, no, they, no. Want, they can't, you are not the like, person now. No, no, no. My sister, no, I'm already. What's your sister
1: is different. Your sister yes. is different than you.
3: Yes. She was coming to attend my son's birthday uh, and she had uh-huh. just gone back two months before that. And so she, but she did not have a return ticket and they asked her if she was coming back to, to do any job. They do all the research. Nothing oh, was oh, found. oh
1: wait, wait, wait. She had a one-way ticket to come into USA?
3: Yes, yes. You I have was to making... tell me that. You, yes, you that's can't tell
1: gonna... me there's no reason.
3: Oh, so, okay. So yes, she didn't have the return ticket. And uh, so, so they said, well, you have to go back. She said, okay, I'll go back. But then they put a five-year bar on her, which is about to end next year, February 19th. They will give uh, a
1: document to her when she left the country asking the question and answers. Do you have the document?
3: I do not, but I can obtain from her. Her lawyer has it.
1: Yeah, well, so there is something that you are, you said there is nothing, nothing in our officer and you're telling there is only one way ticket. So anyway, what's your question?
3: So my question is that, so she got her H-1B approved last last year. She went for the uh, interview. Um, they said uh, you can't enter until the five year is complete which is next year. And you applied for
1: a harangka waiver. What happened?
3: Yeah, They didn't accept any waivers. They didn't accept any waiver. They said we will not accept at the counselor. I I don't know why. Um, So when she went back, she told the company, the lawyer at the company said, well we have two options. Either you go back to the counselor and uh, say that look into the file or just wait until next year and then go
1: Again for the interview after yeah February. she has to she has I, I don't I can't understand why they will not accept the ranka waiver they have to accept the ranka waiver so it's yeah. better that your sister need to speak with a lawyer that would yeah. be better okay I think so, so their lawyer is a good lawyer too the lawyer is a well, good lawyer too I don't see like, because I okay. can't I can't accept the thing that they can't they will not they have to accept the ranka waiver otherwise you yes. can go to federal court.
3: Yeah, he, they, they actually denied right away. The The, the counselor was not even ready yeah, to... Yeah,
1: yeah. Parul, it's better, it's better that I speak with your sister though. Okay? Okay. I'll
3: call tomorrow. But then just the question is that uh, the lawyer said you can still go next year after February because the counselor said the same thing that apply again. That he said, your H-1B is still good. It's just that you have to make another appointment after February. Yeah, I would
1: would make another appointment and apply. I will not wait for next year
3: now. Oh, so you're saying apply now, again? Yeah, next person, please. Okay, thank you.
1: Hey, uh, so hey Rahul, panel, guys. for today, Go ahead, Hey Rahul, thanks. Uh, thanks for uh, taking my uh, my question. So I think I have discussed that this, but I have an uh, I have an uh, a query on my question. So I am on L one B, and I was working as a manager in India uh, for three years straight for the same company. I was again, you know, bought in the US on project manager level, and I think you answered my question that you know, can I apply for EB one C, which was yes. But my another question, uh, uh, as an extension question, is you know what time I can apply? Can I start it right now? I haven't. I have started you know discussing this with my employer, but can I wait? Should I have to wait for one year or you know in after, coming, after coming? After uh, coming, when did you come from India to here? It's like just four months for me. I entered. You don't have. To, you don't have to wait, sir. You can apply right now. I, I can apply it right now. Okay. That, that was the, the only way had. If you had. Thank you if, you. if you have any questions, guys, try to post them in the messages. And then I will speak with you guys. Try to post in the chat, guys. Um, Dinesh Kumar. Um, well, it's very hard for me to predict the priority date. Um, one thing about the 829, uh, 8244, though, is that if your application is pending for more than one year, you should definitely consider suing, suing the USCIS. That will be a better result than doing anything else to exploit the case though. Uh, but if, if your final action date has to be current, of course, if the final action date is not current, then you definitely, you just have to wait there because even if it's sixty months, seventy months, you just have to wait. I can't believe Texas Service Center processing time moved to 15 months. I have to see that uh, to believe it. Give me one second, guys. That's very. uh, CPT. I got full-time CPT from my college for spring semester. Also, I graduated. May. I would like to know if there is any issues doing full-time towards immigration. We don't recommend it. Day one CPT universities, guys, if that's what you're considering. We don't recommend it. Oh, damn. That's 50.5 months. Sorry, guys. I did not knew that. Uh, uh, I'm on a H-1B, I have an EAD. Can I continue work on my current employer? H-1B or EAD work and work for an employer to an EAD. Yeah, you can work one employer for H-1B, one employer for EAD. I don't see anything wrong in it. My country of birth and citizenship is swapped. If I travel to H-1B visa, drop box, uh otherwise you will not have any problem. You're good. If it's been swapped, it's not going to cause any problem, none whatsoever at all. I have got an RFP for the second time for some of the evidences which I've already submitted in response to the initial RFP. Rajeshwari, I don't want to battle with them, asking, why are you asking me again? Just give it to them what they ask, that's better. Okay, don't challenge them. Hey, I already provided, why should I provide? Who knows, they may deny it. If they're asking again, just provide them again. I'm a GC holder, I'm getting married in February. My fiance is in India. And I have a B2 visa appointment and January end. Would it create any problem while applying F2A consular processing? Uh, you have a complex question, Deva. The, there are, uh, you are currently in USA. The problem is that is she getting you're getting married in February and she's applying in January, though. That's not a problem. Uh, but entering, she entering into United States on B2 is a problem if she wants to enter into B2. The, uh, uh, if she just gets a B2, and then she waits in India after marriage and you apply for F2A, that's not a problem. But her traveling on B2 after the marriage might cause some problems. Arun, I'm planning to start an LLC as I got my GC last year. You can heavenly do anything you want to. You don't need my advice. You can go to CPA and check with them. You don't need my assistance or immigration lawyer assistance. You're almost equivalent to US citizen. So, yes, you can go and do that, sir. Y- y- Sri Watsava, can I work on insurance agent or working on GCEAD? The question is that are you the primary applicant? If that is a secondary job, we don't mind you using the uh, gcad When working for second employer, do I need to file 485J? No, you don't need to. Can I travel to India and can I come back and payroll? Absolutely, you can do that. Uh, Srivatsava, if, if you're the primary applicant, the main question is that if it's a secondary job, okay. the primary job is in, let's say, for example, IT field, the second job can be an Uber driver or can be an insurance agent. Can I work for two employers on STEM OPT 40 hours each? Absolutely, you can no problem for it thank you guys for coming the next Zoom call will be tomorrow at eleven thirty. 30. sorry we couldn't take all the people
0: thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites